0: Hey everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me, a podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K Dog. In this podcast, I usually discuss the news, but for because I'm I'm, I'm just running out of time these days. Uh, I just riffed this entire podcast, so you can hear me talk about censorship. You know, fucking fascism. You can talk. I'm going to talk about. Uh, Crowder, louder with Crowder, and uh, copyright infringement. No, I'm joking. He probably came up with shit first, and it just so happens we thought like alike. Uh, talk about dogma, Kevin Smith, how he should remake that movie. Just saying. <laughs> uh, this is uh, December. Uh, not December. What am I saying? September sixteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. September sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, watched uh Canelo fight yesterday. Canelo Alvarez versus uh Triple G, I, he should upgrade to four G, whatever. It was a good fight. I liked it. Canelo won. I knew he was gonna win. He didn't knock him out. I wish he wish he had knocked him out. Um I had some friends over, played some Tekken. It was good. I liked it. Um bought bought a Jesus candle. Felt very Mexican y, know, because you know, Canelo, uh, we had uh, tacos and chicharron. chicharrones, um, my week was pretty busy, and yeah, kid came in, well, mid-podcasting, yeah, so, uh, watched the fight, this week's been rough, uh, talked to the uh, hematologist about my wife's blood clot, seems like everything's alright, uh, just gotta watch on it, watch out on it been so stressed lately and then they keep making mistakes over there like like we what, what do we do it was something like um we she's talking about how she's got this pain and since we have a blood clot on one side i think there's a blood clot on the other like okay we'll order an ultrasound they order the ultrasound and they don't do they don't look for the blood clot they look for a cyst and then the doctor goes. and then my wife's like, "What the fuck? Hey, doc, why? What, what the fuck are we doing this? I thought we. Were, <laughs> the reason we did this was for a blood clot." And then she reaffirmed what she said. She goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I wanted to talk about assist. That's what we were talking about." And I'm like, "What?" So basically, say if I'm your doctor and you come in, you say you have a cold. I say, "Okay, we'll order X-ray of your foot." And then uh, that happens. You, hey, why'd you x-ray my foot? I had a cold. And then I could just say, no, no, no. We talked about your foot. No, we didn't. You know, yeah, we did. It's in my chart because I wrote it. But that's not what happened. It is because I wrote it in my chart. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> well, enough about that. Enjoy my podcast. <laughs> Riff section. section and riffing... All right, here we go. Let's go through some notes. Well, oh, really? That's what I started off with? I was listening uh, to this guy. I think I talked about him earlier. Is that Louder with Crowder guy. Now, Louder with Crowder is this conservative guy. Who uh, does these YouTube videos where? And most popularity, it's it was the most popular one is popularity. Stupid. Most popular one was um, what is it? Change my mind, which became a meme. So he'll say something like, uh, "I'm pro gun," change my mind, or "Trump is a is not a fascist," change my mind, things like that, which. Uh, ...are kind of popular... ...but not as popular as, as ones where it's genders... ...like there are only two genders... ...change my mind and uh things like that... ...hate speech... ...and uh, you need a guy out there that does that kind of shit... ...because he is challenging the ways that people are starting to think... ...I go in my life... ...you know, day to day... ...and I see people in a rhythm of just they do their job whatever they're doing and that's it that's as deep as they get they don't have thoughts like you know what is reality what is the world where's my place it's there they have these thoughts but not really actually having them out loud it's like you know you. Like a like like they're on the verge of enlightenment without even knowing it, thinking thinking uh, in ways like <clears throat> you know, what am I supposed to do? Wanna, <sighs> I do this and I don't know what I'm doing. Basically, they haven't come to the terms with the question: Who am I in the place that I reside? You know, where am I in this community? Who am I to the people around me, and who are the people around me to me? You know. Those are some heavy fucking thoughts. And with the lateral crowder, he's, he's questioning people and they have to think. And that's just crazy because people already have an opinion about something without even knowing it. You know, like pro-gun, you know, like you're like, oh, I hate guns, you know, that kind of thing. Or um, abortion, that's pretty, you know, cut clear, clear and cut, right? You know, you're the for or against. And then you have what else you got going on here? you know Trump's bag dude he's he's challenging people and what i liked about that one is that he was challenging people to really think about what they think of uh, Trump and people don't have time to formulate thoughts like the reason i hate him it's because of this or that they just hate him in fact i did that on the facebook i i was like why do why do people hate this guy like other than saying things as as um like blanket statements like he he's he hates gay people. Well, okay, okay. So that's your statement, right? Why why does he hate gay people? Because he does. But what example do you have? Like for instance, if, say I like I kick p- homeless people when they're down or something like that. You can say you hate homeless people, and then I would say, how do you know? Well, you kicked that homeless guy. There you go. When they say that he hates gay people, what? Where, where is the simple, that's why? Or um, why is there a, a thing in which um, you say, what, is he fascist? Why is he fascist? You know, does he try to censor speech? Does he... Does he uh, is he trying to make people do a certain thing? Oh, I don't know. If and, it, and if he is, then why not when you say he's fascist... Say, because of this event that he did, or because he did this, he did that. Or he's sexist. Why is he sexist? Well, because he said, grab him by the pussy. Oh, he did, huh? That works. You could go with that. Then, But the problem with that is it opens the door, right? You say he's sexist because he said that. And I go, when did he say that? He said that like 30 years ago So he's still the same guy And you could say yeah how do you know Or what was the context of that Because that sounds kind of weird right Grab him by the put Like why the fuck Who does that And then they have to explain themselves Well I don't know the context But if they did explain the context Of what it is They're in a locker room A guy says I did this You have to one up him and the part of the joke is it has to be stupid like yeah i'm so rich i could just go up to him grab him by the pussy i mean that's that's funny that's a joke but we took it as the written word i don't know maybe i'm reading into things but i make jokes like that all the time Not grab my pussy but like someone says one thing and then i one-up them you know like, uh, I like chocolate. Well, I like chocolate more than you because I want to die when I eat chocolate. You know, this doesn't even make sense. But you just took the last part, he wants to die. Oh, he's suicidal because he likes chocolate? What the fuck? Now, I'm thinking that that's happening more and more. People are too... They're too busy working and doing things to not be able to take the time... To understand the context of things, when 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 you got a guy screaming at you, cursing, throwing out venom at you, and, and um, your reaction because you don't have enough time is to think this guy is an asshole, or he hasn't had he went out of his narcotics, right? He's he's probably pain from multiple back injuries. And he's just in pain, so he can't think straight. So he's coming on down on you because he doesn't have the mental capacity to speak normally to you so i as a person who understands context i would go i understand what's going on here i remember this one guy um i forgot his name but he had a simple problem but he had this thing in which he yells he's he's not talking like he doesn't he's not yelling at you he's, he's yelling as he's talking and he and he's stupid so he had that going for him. So he had a simple thing about his finger. It was locking in place or some shit like that. And he goes, they're not fucking helping me. And he curses a lot. That's what it was. They're not fucking helping me. Don't fucking, fucking fuck. That's all he, all he would say. But if you took the time to listen to what he was saying, he, he explains why his finger is fucked up and what he needs. But it to boil down what he's saying takes some time. You know, he got a five-minute rant, but in reality, all it is is his finger hurts, and he needs a referral to an orthopedist. Everyone who's ever talked to him up to this point just writes him off as crazy, and I mean, for the most part. But I mean, there are words there, and there are things there that equate to an answer for the help that he needs. A lot of people in life have this thing about them where it's. Yeah they they want something, but they don't know how to get there with the the want or to understand it. You know. Some people they they go into this thing in which they're working, doing all these things and they're trying to realize their place in life. And because they can't figure that question out to answer it, they keep pushing forward to whatever, you know, feels right. I need to work to get money, I gotta buy things, I need stuff, 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 stuff. I am a consumer. And that's why with this louder with crowder guy, he comes out, right, and he starts asking questions, and you have to start thinking, and that's a hard thing, you know, to think. To actively think, you know. And I'm not saying that he's always right. That's that's not a thing. But sometimes he's got good arguments that compel people to actually think if you can. And then to like either agree or disagree. And if you can't if you can't agree with some of his if you can't agree with some of his points without having a good counter argument, then you're done. You should you shouldn't be arguing with this guy. But he you need a guy like this guy getting you to think, getting to point out shit like fascism in our world. Like people use this word fascism, but what does it really mean? you you're all thinking it's you know he's a censorship, you know you're you're stopping my right to talk that's why I have to stop your right to talk that that's fascist right there, without even knowing it. People are doing that a lot they go they'd be like you go out in college and you have a message and it's like do this, do that, and um they go it's hate speech, and they just start screaming that shit, and they all combine say it's hate speech. You're a fascist. So the thing that you're doing is censoring that person, and therefore they can't speak. That is, by definition, fascist. And he, you need a guy like that to point out what that really is because the more and more that that stuff happens where we're censoring things, the more and more the, the right people don't have the right power. And I guess that's the norm of the world, right? You're always going to be oppressed one way or another. And that's how it's always been. But when when things start happening in a direction you don't want it to go, you need a guy like that to point that shit out. You don't want to get to a situation in which you have no power. You cannot talk. You cannot speak. You can't say shit. I mean, there's levels of this game. It all starts out with good, like, good, uh, intent. Yeah, hey, I'm trying to protect other people. That's why I'm censoring you. You know, that's how it works. And you're, oh, well, I'm just censoring this. Well, now I'm just censoring that. And, oh, now, I mean, I can't have opposition, so I shouldn't, you shouldn't talk. You know? And I'm doing you a favor by taking that away. I mean, that's, that's what, how it happens, man. I hey, the, the people that be, that are charismatic, uh, they see the weakness in people. And usually they're poor. But not just poor, but poor in the mind. They're working hard. They don't have enough time to think. It's easy to like, tell them things that sound good. Okay, yeah, I'll give you more food. Yeah, I'll give you a bigger place. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. Yeah. You being weak, you have no fucking idea. Working your ass off. You like to go, what sounds good. And you just double down, you know? You think, if I keep doing this... It's like an addiction, you know? You, if I keep doing this, you know, first I'll, I'll get to a point where I'll understand shit. <laughs> That's the importance of that guy, controlling info. Yeah, he points out people controlling info. Uh, and he's the red herring, yeah. He is the uh, bird in the coal mine, letting you know what's up, that kind of guy. Uh, yeah, you know, it, The biggest push now, and I'm seeing it form within all the people that are on the right, or, I don't know, they speak against the wave that's going on. They're pointing out censorship, and they're pointing out a controlling of information. You're like, what does that even mean? Well... I mean, back in the day, we had just newspapers and shit. So if, like, New, not the New York Times, but I guess you could say that. New York Times and news outlets, if they took control, they could. They could just form the public opinion. That's scary. I mean, they could excommunicate voices. There, there could be people out there that have a message to be said, and they could say, Nope, we're not publishing it. You know, what are you going to do? They're a private company. They could discriminate against black people all day and every day. The society win in the end. I think it does, right? Black people are around. Well, maybe it'll sort itself out. Maybe they're worrying about nothing. But the new thing, newspapers is gone. That kind of media is done. News outlets like... CBS News or CNN and all that shit, that shit's dying too. They're all dying. The new thing is internet. And it's everywhere. But there's a problem with that. There's only certain set of news outlets outlets that have news that comes out like YouTube and Facebook and uh, I guess Spotify, iTunes, I guess, I guess, man They have a power now that's weird, you know Like back in the day, I guess, yeah, I guess it was the same thing You had the New York Times, Washington Post, you know, that kind of shit Now it's YouTube and Facebook, and they got all that power And uh, I don't know if they could be regulated They should, right? They should be regulated in a way That's scary just to say that out loud I think there should be laws in place, not regulation. Just laws in place, like you—you you can't. If you consider yourself a news outlet, like a source of news, you have to state it, and then I guess you'd have to have a counterpoint, you know, in your um cues. You know, like I said, suggests list listener that. Suggestions of, of the voices and or, or of uh, videos and shit. Maybe it should be like that too. And then censoring, like that's a that's a thing they're that they're doing. Like, you can't have this, you can't have that. I don't like this message. I don't like that message. That needs to stop. So it should be like no censorship. Yeah, they should do that. No censorship. Unless it's like a violence, I guess, or promoting violence, I guess. And it should define that. What does promoting violence mean when you say kill people? you know, If you're a news outlet and you're saying kill people, yes, that's bad. But I guess you can infer it, right? You could say, well, you know, I'm not telling you to kill people, but they should die. I think you can make an argument for that still saying kill people. Should at least be reviewed. It seems like this shit's not being reviewed. It's just like somebody flags it and it's automatic. They gotta get better with those algorithms. There's some dangers though. To um, let me pause this. I gotta get some more water. All right, I'm back. Had to get some water. Get some wawa. Get parched. All this talking. All right, here we go. Um, Super SJW logic. You don't like to eat? Ha, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, let see here. Louder Crowder. Dangers. Dangers. That Louder Crowder guy, though. I mean, although he does point some shit out. There's some dangerous shit going on with this guy. Not the easy stuff like people hating what he says and they want to kill him. That's such a weird thing, right? Someone who has, who's respectful, Okay. And can calmly articulate their point. Calmly, guy okay? doesn't not calmly does this. I mean, if you're watching, him, I don't. He doesn't get very aggro, you know, not very. And you want to combat him with screaming in his face, macing him. It's a control issue. You just want him to just stop talking because he's making sense. But then again, I mean. This has existed before. people like that. It, there's a bit of a pendulum swing in here. In the 80s, you had religion, right? You had the, the right and religion and it was intense and, and then you know before that too. I mean, if you didn't do anything godly or biblely, fuck you and that, like like if you made a certain kind of movie, That was morally offensive. You would scream at those people, and you would hate them. Not too long ago, not everything was okay. Anytime you made a movie or a song or burned a cross, like Madonna did, fucking you, you got death threats. You know, and it was it wasn't socially acceptable, right? Hardcore, you got to be like with God, and if you didn't like God, you're you're a fucking Nazi or whatever. Now now the pendulum has swung the opposite direction. It's so weird. Now it's the liberals, and they're getting all hardcore, they're like since, <laughs> they're censoring you now. They're the ones who are like, "It's hate speech, it's this, it's you're sexist, you're racist. This is censored because it's racist. This movie can't come out because you're not for transgender rights, you know, things like that. Back in the day, you had Dogma. Kevin Smith comes out with a movie about God and um, you know the devil and all that shit. He gets death threats. The motherfucker gets death as nineties. Gets death threats. It's a, it's one of his best movies. That's downplayed. I don't even think he understands it's one of his best movies. It's. Have you ever watched Kevin Smith movies? They're okay. They're ahead of their time, but Dogma. I mean, if he had remade that, I think if he had made that movie uh, now or with the brain he has now back then, it, it's, it's really good. The shit that he was doing then was pff, mind-boggling. I still think it's one of his best movies to stay, even though, God, that guy was so ahead of his time. I, whatever happened to you, Kevin Smith? What happened to you, man? You lost your fangs, Wolf. You lost your fangs. I got into a weird tangent about dogma. You know what? I want to come back to dogma. I want to talk about that. Give me a second. Hold on. Let me write that down. My hand. Dogma. I'm going to break that movie down in just just a second off my wrist section. Anyways... Yeah, in the 90s he fucking comes out with Dogma, what's about God and, you know, devil and you know, fucking, you know, angels and it's highly religious and shit. Catholic Church does this, corporations that. And fucking want people wanted to kill him. They would He had a kid, man. That's scary shit, man. He was re- really scared. He plays it off in a jokingly manner, but homeboy was fucking scared. You could tell. And that's, you know, that was, you know, the Republican side, you know, the right, if if anything. You know, religious, zealotins. Ze- I don't even know if I use that word right. Now it's, you make a movie, like a person's not gay? Oh, fuck you, you're homophobic. Oh, death threats. It's like we haven't learned anything. You know, in the 80s and 90s, you had the right. Now you have the left. And they're doing exactly the same thing. As those religious people You are what you eat I don't get Why do we Why do we keep coming to these places like this It's it's like an endless waltz We just keep doing it We're always wanting to kill other people for shit they say Whether it be Oh you made fun of God To now Hey You don't have You have God (laughs) You put God in a movie Fuck this movie what about Muslims? What about Islam? Fuck you and your religion. You have Obama. He goes, Asama la malaya or some shit like that. He talks about Islam instead of Merry Christmas. And then you get Trump. He says, Merry Christmas. Holy shit. He's fucking racist. You can talk about in the 90s and 80s, God's good. Thoughts and prayers good. Now, you better not talk about God, or you're you're just a crazy Protestant or crazy Christian or like a, a, a what does the Catholics do? Rapey kid, rape kid guy or something. It's the same thing. You guys are doing the same exact thing, but now you're on the opposite end. You know, like before God was good, now God isn't. Before Islam, uh-uh. Now Islam, uh-huh. And now you have this hardcore pushback from people like Crowder and um, o- be- be- Owen Benjamin and – and um, that's about it really. That's, all, that's the top of my head. You got the in-betweeners, I call them, like Joe Rogan. But then again, I'll, once again, I have a blind spot for Joe Rogan. Whenever I speak about him, I can't put him in context of where he should be on that spectrum because I, I like to think of myself in the middle and – I'm pretty sure he does too, and I'm pretty sure he is. But then again, I mean, my he can't do wrong. He actually can. Uh, he actually can. Uh, Crowder and him were on a podcast. I recommend you guys watching it because it's four hours. It's one of the long ones. In fact, uh, Joe Rogan normally does three or under three. And if it's a real famous person, he'll do an hour and a half. But a nobody like Crowder at the time, you, not a nobody per se, but like real realistically, I got like I work with like thirty people. I can ask who is this guy, and they will not know him. But for the most part, a nobody, he does four hours with them. The reason why is because two hours into the conversation, well, actually, I'll back it up. They start. Joe Rogan doesn't smoke uh, cigarettes or things like that. He's, that that's not his thing. So he gets a pipe and he inhales it. And he gets a shit ton of nicotine rush. He's not used to it. Decides to switch to weed. Bad move. So now he's you know he's his head space ain't right. And then he starts drinking. And um, okay, here we go. Now you got a, a weakened Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's what that is. He was weakened. Um, I know because, you know, I've drinking a lot and I've I've I left literally called the girl stupid as i was drunk as fuck i would never fucking call a girl stupid to her face but i was drunk i was failing at getting with this girl and so i was like you're stupid you just don't get this fucking joke i'm saying you're stupid i'm like jesus christ i'll never forget that and i'm ashamed to to this day of that i forgive myself because i knew i knew that was was a stupid me i shouldn't got that drunk it's not that oh it's the booze it's i shouldn't have got that far with the booze it's still my fault completely just like it was his fault. He drank way too much, smoked too much cigarettes, wet the pot. Then he starts, okay, he flippantly asks, what are things that you don't want to talk about? Crowder goes, well, I really don't care about marijuana. And and Joe Rogan, as Crowder says, lasered in on that. And was like, hey, why not? Da, 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 da. They start to argue. Now Crowder doesn't back down. That's that's cool. That's cool as fuck that he don't back down. Joe Rogan could literally walk across that fucking table that he was talking to him and snap that dude in two in several different ways. He could have kicked him, could have punched him, could have choked him. And I mean, he's a comedian, so he could and better one by the way. He he could have said some jokes. He could have ruined him, but no, he starts to argue with them. Crowder doesn't back down they they engage in arguments that don't really forward their points any. They kind of just stick to their guns cuz they don't have like a mediator in between them. They're just kind of coming at each other. And it was bad. Then Joe Rogan, you know, gets to a point where he's just like, "You're a bitch," you know, and things like that, but jokingly. But when the conversation gets elevated where you're yelling, you can't pull that card, you know. Like if I'm if I'm talking to my friends, and then we start arguing and it gets heated. I can't say, you know, you know what? You know, you're a fuckface. You know, I can't. When you start injecting um, insults when, when you're arguing, that's when shit goes south. You can inject insults like right now. I call my friend and go, hey, asshole, what's up? And he will be like, what's up? And then uh, we go on from there. But if it's like, you're such a fucking asshole, why'd you do this? And da da da. da. I mean, that shit's intense. He did that and um, crowder kind of backed down i think he didn't back down actually no he stood his ground i i really i really thought that was cool and uh, you could tell that like crowder does some kind of meth or something i think he does like adderall because the way he was jacked up dude he was like level nine you know it was like the way he was talking he was spitting shit out like it was insane um whatever I was real upset with Rogan that day. And I was like, man, because he's like my hero. And then he did that, and I was so sad. Then he apologized. And I was like, that's legit, man. I love when people apologize, you know, for shit they did. Not like, you know, <sighs> yeah, that's intense. It was, I didn't, he didn't have to, but he did. That's what makes it awesome. Like, if he didn't apologize, of course, I would have forgave him because, you know, he's awesome. I like him. You, you do that for your heroes. Your heroes, you kind of just forgive. Even though, like, sometimes they do bad shit. It's not too bad. It's not terribly bad. You know, like, it's not like you raped a kid. That shit you can't forgive. There's some shit you just can't do. But that in particular. Hmm. And, he free- and then he went on his show. I've seen that. And I was like, cool. And then he explained. He apologized. And they had a better conversation. Ah, But towards the end, they went right back into the weed. They couldn't help it. But um they're cool with each other. And hey, my heart feels good about that. Hmm. But there are dangers to to what Crowder is doing though. And just like where we were now where we are now, where the left's like, fuck you, you can't say gay. You're hate speech. You're fucking hate speech. You're making fun of Islam, fucking fuck you and all that. Just how we are now we were then. You know, religion. You don't like God, oh you're a fucking piece of shit. Uh you don't like values? Fuck you, you know. You, you're you not down for marriage? You're fucking crazy. Now it's, you know, <laughs> you believe in marriage? You're an idiot. <laughs> and I, I fear that Crowder might open the door for that kind of thinking. Again, same kind of thinking like the liberals, but uh, now we're back to religion again. You know, we're all about, you know... Oh, yeah, you're all about God, and you get hardcore Christiany, you know, or whatever. And I think he might open that door because he, he's making these arguments nowadays <clears throat> that seem to be he's just now arguing just to argue. Like It's like he's unfettered. He doesn't understand what he's doing. He needs to be checked, I think. I don't know, man. I really do think Crowder could be reached. I don't know. Maybe he's making too much money. Maybe he's getting high off his power, high off his Kool Aid, bunch of yes men. Maybe that's happening because, like, you know, you know when you... Okay, okay, Apple. Apple made iPod. That that shit's the best, right? Before then, there was nothing. Then iPod, that leap from normal cell phones to I, iPhones was extraordinary. Now. The top dogs are just putting out mediocre shit. They've won. They've won. But all they keep doing is doing the same things they've been doing. Coming out with the next iPhone. They don't... They're not doing that next step. They just stopped. They created the iPhone and then they stopped. And after that, they just keep regurgitating a sequel after a sequel after a sequel. Not creating the next thing. And that's what victory does. When you win, you kind of get... Weak. That's where they're at right now. They need a Samsung. They need something to destroy them. To to come back up again so they could come up with something better. I hope they could do that. I really do. And that's where Crowder is. He won. He won in a sense that now he's getting recognition, millions of followers, you know, he's getting his message across, you know, and, and a lot of victory in his life. He may not see it, but it is probably there. And now it seems like he's doing this thing just for ratings. It's different now. It's called views and things like that. But like ratings. It's, it's kind of like ratings. I'll give you an example Colin Kaepernick. This, oh shit, yeah, what time is it? I'm supposed to watch football. As I get older, my wants to watch football are getting less and less. I'd rather just podcast and watch stuff with my family. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he's a failed uh, football player who started sitting down during the national anthem, then converted to kneeling out of respect for the fallen, you know, that fought for their country, and providing a message saying, you know, hey, uh, I don't like this police brutality on black people. Now, know this. I mean, statistically, that's not a thing. Uh, There's not a rash instances – of black people getting killed left and right. You know, like statistically. It's not going upward. It's going downward. And it's not really a thing. But it is happening nonetheless. Okay? It's happening. You know? And so it could be argued that what he's doing is for them. Know this. He could be doing this for, you know, attention... You know this and that, what have you? But he does have a message, right? And that's his message, okay? And you gotta respect it, right? I mean, what's what's his, what's so bad about his message? Police brutality? You gotta argue that? Why you gotta argue that? It is happening. Why can't we just let him have his fucking message and just go with it? You know? I mean, what's the alternative? Not talking about it? Not not addressing it? Then? Is that is that what we have to do? Is that what you want us to do? Now, that can't be done, right? You wait, you, you so you're down for black people dying? Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. So so you agree uh police brutality on black people is bad, right? It does have to stop, right? You agree, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So you can't attack that. You can't attack his message. I mean, you could say it's not happening as much, but why Why? Why is that an issue? It's not happening as much, but it is happening, yes? Okay. If it is happening, yes. Even if it's once and you want to make that a message, then let it be. So don't attack the message, okay? I don't see a lot of that. Let's attack his motivations. He's a failed quarterback. Fuck him, right? Okay, okay. That's valid, right? Attacking his message, right? Attacking the messenger. All right. So Crowder, he makes a message. I'm pro-gun. He explains it. He argues and articulates it. Okay, okay. What's his motivation? Uh, He wants money. He just wants attention. I, I doubt that. I highly doubt that. I like to focus on his message. I think focusing on his message outweighs his motivations on why he's doing it. That's like saying, "Why did you give that homeless person money?" Uh, because I wanted to do a good thing, or he felt guilty. Doesn't matter. Let's just focus on what he did, unless there's some raping on the side or murdering. I think uh, whatever their motivation is, just accept their message. All right. I think that is a that's that's that. There you go. Just accept it. It, you down for uh, black Five? Vi- oh, you're not. That's his message. You're not down for that. That's his message. Attacking his motivation? That's stupid. Just like when you attack the motivation of Whitewater Crowder. Why, why, is he, why does he do what he do? What's his message? Oh, let's attack him for it. Let's attack his motivations for it. Hey, he's doing it for money. I mean, it sounds less noble, doesn't it? Now, I think his message is pretty important why abortion is bad or whatever right whatever your argument is And that's what he I'm accusing Crowder doing He he literally is doing the very thing that that would make him I don't know bad like he it's self-defeating. He was making fun of Colin Kaepernick and his Nike thing whatever the fuck. So Colin Kaepernick has a bigger message. It's Nike. Just do it. You know That's what he's trying to stand for. Whatever. He's making millions of dollars. Whatever the fuck. But that's his message. He's still trying to push that message. Greater platform. Nike's virtual signaling. They're doing the same thing. But the, what is the message? Let's focus on the message. I think that's better. I think it's better. I don't know. Argue with me. I'm at, at the podcast for me. k Dog at podcast for me. Come on, guys. Let's talk. Let's discuss. But in reality, I mean, that's what you're doing when you when you attack his message and you are a person who makes messages like do this, do that. Let's 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 be the better people than we were yesterday. That kind of that kind of deal. If I start attacking your motivations, we'll never get anywhere, you know? Moving forward in this life, listening to each other, we're never getting anywhere if we're just attacking the motivations. I understand there is a time and place to attack a motivation. I'm not going to lie there. You know, like, why is this guy giving me uh, this chocolate? And then uh, I eat it and I die. You know, (laughs) what's his motivation? trying to kill me. That kind of thing. But when a guy has a message like, Black people need to stop getting killed by cops, shit like that, then I think we should listen to that. As important as you listen to whatever Crowder's message is. Trump is not a fascism. Fascist. Fascism. (laughs) He's not a Dracula. He's not a fascist. I get you. That sounds good. That's a good message. Let's argue this. Let's explain those. What's his motivation, bro? Is he just doing it for money? No. Gives a fuck. (laughs) Missing the point if you go that direction. And that is what Crowder has done. He's so hardcore about attacking the left, attacking these messages that he hasn't stopped. He just can't stop. And he's on this rhythm of insults and shit like that and you're now this is where racism comes into play now i crowder is not a racist you know con- <laughs> contrary to uh, popular belief that dude is not racist but he is doing racist things he doesn't notice it and i argue this point i argue it it's if you're attacking a dude's motivation for the message of black people getting killed that's kind of racist you're making fun of this guy for him trying to make, I get it, make fun of him. Yeah, definitely make fun of him when he's eating cheeseburgers or if he says something like, you know, uh, don't do drugs or something. I don't know, make fun of him that way. But when you make making a message about, like, like say if a, a guy's walking down the street and he says, don't kill people, fuck that guy, he's a bunch of, he's a bitch, you know, like, that's stupid, why am I doing that? And then he said his message is about what the fuck ever, man. You don't want black people dying. That's his message. And go make fun of him. So you're going to make fun of this guy. What he's doing. Whatever his motivation is. So, I mean, Crowder, I, I put it to you in the sense that here you are arguing, you know, Trump's a you know, fascist. I Why will we going to make fun of you for that? I mean, like, I guess we can. We're free to do so. But don't be the very person you don't like. I mean... You you're totally okay with people making fun of your message rather than listening to your message? I think your message is way more important than your motivations for it, and I don't think you should be made fun of it, but it's not kind of racist. I mean like if he's a stupid white guy, that makes it racist. But if you're, you're advocating white people's rights like, hey, white people should sit in the back of the bus, and you're advocating for their rights, and then I start making fun of you, that makes me racist I, I know you understand my point. I don't think Crowder will ever fucking hear this podcast ever in a bajillion years. But that was my message to him. I mean, that guy is doing the very thing that he hates or dislikes or whatever you want to call it. Don't attack Colin Kaepernick. That's my views. I mean, like, I I mean, if this fucking message was like, let's go to Mars Go for, go have at it, but he's talking about real shit that is happening. Not that it's happening a lot, and that not that it's prevalent. If you're going to say that, you can argue that. But the fact of the matter is, people are dying. That's actually happening. It's not a lot. It's actually getting better. Let's go with the message. All right. I'm kill. I'm beating the hell out of this thing. And that's what that's what it seems to be, though. Crowder just keeps constantly, he's on this wave. So if the left is for something, he's going to attack it. And that's scary. That's a scary thing. This is what makes it dangerous. Crowder's important. He's fucking important to the world. You know, people like him, of his ilk. I was going to use that word. I, I didn't want to, but I was going to. It was elk. Elk? Elk? He, he's saying some important shit, and he's muddying it up. By attacking everything the left is. If you're in the middle and you're looking objectively, you're a great person. You could be a great person. But if you just stick to one side and only that side, you're the same fucking – how can people ever listen to you then? If if you are being the same exact thing. How can people be like – yeah, totally. That Crowder knows what he's talking about. If you if you're saying, why guys, why aren't you seeing my side of things? Obviously, because he is pointing some shit up that is legit. You know, you can't just be calling Trump fucking fascist. It doesn't make any sense. And he made good ca- arguments for it. Now you're just attacking the left. You're muddying your shit up. You're just attacking the left. Left does Colin Kaepernick. What, what other things have he done? I don't know. Pretty much, he's already spot on. I think like 90%. There's one little blind spot right here when he got racist. He doesn't even mean to be racist. But that's what you're doing when a guy is advocating for black people's rights, even if he isn't black or half black or whatever the fuck. Just, just go with it. The message. Don't make fun of the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually scratching my head on uh, the pro-gun... I'm a little weird about the pro gun, I'm a little weird about his abortion things and I don't know man, pretty much everything that guy says though I like, you know, I like I like his message. But I just I hope he would stay away from this one issue, the the whole racism thing. I mean I want people out there promoting America's awesome cuz I don't like the idea of people thinking that this country sucks. Motherfucker go to other countries. I was in the Navy. America rocks. It it rocks. Man, you guys are forgetting that. You guys are too happy with your lives or dissatisfied. People have lost their their path, man. They they don't have a sense of community. They don't know where to go, and shit's trying to fill the void. People are doing the religion thing. Social media is doing its thing. I mean, we need to unite in some way where we have to struggle together and then a a good outcome has to come play. Whether it be a physical working out, I don't know, man. But something needs to grip America and push us forward to a healthy healthy way. I just want people to just go into martial arts. Just give me a reason (laughs) to be in the martial arts for no reason, you know. If not for community, there's something about fucking struggling together and coming out on the other side that brings us together. And that's what we fucking need. And we could generate it without a fucking war. Like if it would be like once a day, you have to work out. That's your day. Fucking make it worldwide. Have you and a team work together, working out, struggling together. And then coming out the other side of it, you will fucking feel great. I wish I beg for that to happen. <sighs> that won't, though. Can Crowder do it? I don't know. I don't know. He's getting muddy. He's forgetting his shit. He's just... I'm afraid. Other people are doing it, too. But I think Crowder's more important than those other guys. Yeah, it's victory. Victory is what happens. Where Wave. Fall on the wave. All right, what's the next step? Uh, research needed. Facebook, YouTube, public utility. Ah, there's discussion about making these social media kind of things a public utility. I don't think that's the answer. And should they be regulated? See, that's a scary thing, government regulating things. You're replacing one devil with another. You know, The government should be small and they shouldn't do as much, but they should protect your interests. And are they protecting your interests if they're regulating the social media and everything? I don't know. That gives them a lot of power. They didn't have that with newspapers. I think we should just create laws, not regulate them. Just create laws. Can't do this, can't do that. And then let them go. That's what I think. Instead of creating a public utility, we pay taxes for regulation. Just make laws. And if they break the law, they go to jail. Or fined. And then, you know, when they have advertisements and shit or when they promote things like say, I'm a Republican, I want Louder Crowder. Or uh, Joe Rogan or whatever the fuck, man. I want their message to go across, so I'll pay them. I think that's what should happen. If you're part of a Republican Party or Democratic Party uh, and you're you know, running for a political position, you shouldn't be able to fund anything. (laughs) In fact, you shouldn't even have advertisements. It should be like just a public service announcement, make a YouTube video, and then people could just go there if they need to. That's what should happen. They should just take the incentive of Republicans and Democrats just jumping into the internet. That's just not good. They should just have like a one-hour sit-down, talk about their shit, and then we can choose whether or not we want them or not. Rather than just barraging, barraging us with things. Or make it like a cell phone thing. Like it's on your cell phone. They email you. I mean, goddammit, an Amber Alert can go on my fucking thing. Why can't I get a, a, a post from the, here are the people you should vote for? You know, pros, cons. And then I can then do my diligence and research, if not a quick blurb about them. I, I was wondering, has there ever been a time where the government jumped into media? they re- they don't really re- regulate it it's the fourth estate you know you need that you need you need the media to be outside the government there should be laws like defamation of character and things like that they should do that with the youtube <sighs> not hate speech that's too vague but um, a thing in which you can't all right i'll give you okay i'll give you this owen benjamin man i like the guy he's the great the great pianist. he's a comedian he's a little bit too aggro alpha sometimes but he does get some points right and they took him off the uh youtube like oh he can be on youtube but he can't live stream so they've they're limiting his power his influence and that's a thing he's a republican conservative and they went and took away his live streaming ability because two years ago this is what uh september what the fuck date is it Ooh, I've lost track Oh, I didn't have my watch off. September 16th, 2018. They Two years ago, he posted a video with monkeys getting it on. And then, boom, they took him, they took him off. They took him off for that. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, right? He's been taken down several times before. It's, it's just a weird thing that these Republican sites are getting taken down. I'm just saying that shouldn't happen because if it does happen, then there should be a reason for it. Like, hey, he's doing this. Hey, he's doing that, and have some kind of third-party committee review that. And I guess you. I guess it could be the government, right? I guess that's the move. I was at first. I thought it should be a public industry, but that could be taken down. I don't know. I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy to figure this shit out. I just wish that a committee would come together and say, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's bad, because this is bad. You know, censoring this fucking guy. Jesus. I was going to revisit net neutrality, but uh, uh, I, I, I actually do still stand by what I say. It should be neutral. But at the same time, here's the thing. Facebook and Twitter and all those fucks got rid of Alex Jones because they quote hate speech or whatever the fuck, which is total bullshit. You know? um, other people have done worse and they're still around. They fucking organized and got rid of a guy. That's not good. You have these public, that's like the Washington Post censoring Martin Luther King. And you know, I mean, there's more power out there. It just sucks that they can do that. I don't know. It's scary, though. But they were the ones who were advocating for net neutrality, the very thing I'm with. And a brief uh, thing about net neutrality this is what net neutrality means you have the internet. And uh, there's providers for the internet, meaning you can't go to the internet unless you go to them, like Cox Cable, AT&T, them, them fucks. You go to them, and can go anywhere. And that's it. That's, that's neutral. Ending that would be AT&T is like, you know what? You can go to YouTube, but you can't go to CNN. They have that power. You're like, how could they do that? Well, they, they do own the gateway. They can do whatever they want. They can make it as, – as it stands, you can go to uh, McDonald's.com and you can go to Republican.com and that's it. You can go to them. And ending that means I, for some reason I can't get on the McDonald's website, but I can get on the Republican website really clear. Or, man, this Democratic uh, ad doesn't appear. It just kind of freezes. They can throttle. They can, like, slow down certain sites. That's that's what happens when you end that. They, they, these AT&T, you've given power to them that you can't take back. You'll never be able to take that back. They say that they won't throttle, but they can. Like, for instance, Ryzen just did that recently. Uh, there's some fucking fires, and the fire department needs to, like, Talk, I guess. And so what they did was throttle their service down because they were taking too much bandwidth just so that they can let other people, uh, other companies who are paying more, take more of the internet. So they slowed them, the fire department down, you know, even though they need to contact and stop fires because they're saving lives. But YouTube you know pays them a lot more money so they, they get to keep going nice and easy. It's not YouTube I' not I'm just you know any company that makes a lot of money. Fire department cannot compete against blockbuster video. Uh, what am I saying? why do I, why do I use that <laughs> or YouTube they can't compete against YouTube I can't complete, compete against Facebook Facebook makes more money than you and so therefore they can pay to keep their service straight and the fire department, they they're not paying into anything so they're they're going to get slowed down that's throttling that's what that's what power they have now when you end net neutrality the companies have this stupid power where they're like yeah i know you wanted to call 911 but you can't because facebook needs to stay up you know or something like that they could do that you're thinking, what does that even mean? Well, I mean the phone service is one thing, you know, but you know, they can they control the internet. If you contact people through the internet, if that's a thing you do, you're not gonna be able to do it unless you're paying that money. Ugh. And uh, yeah, we, we ended that shit. But Facebook was advocating for it, and YouTube. They want they want net neutr because they don't want to pay money. They don't pay extra. They want to pay the same amount of money. that Everyone has to pay so that they can keep their services. It's scary though because they formed a cabal to get rid of Alex Jones, and it seems like they're all in cahoots with each other. So usually, when you have a company that's uh, has the ability to censor people, and, you know, in a fascist way, and you and now they're like hey yeah we want that neutrality i i can see how what they want is a bad thing but usually when bad guys get together and they do things you don't necessarily want them to win it's just i guess we maybe this is a rare instances where two enemies are coming together right. they're not my enemies per se but they should be i mean they once you start censoring things you're my enemy period and I, I get it, though. If like he, Alex Jones goes, kill everybody. Let's get rid of them. I get that. But he didn't do that. He didn't do it at all. They did it indiscriminately, and they didn't even ask. They have censored fucking Owen Benjamin. He's not even that bad. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that censoring. And now they're fucking banding together to try to get... Get new net neutrality back. So I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) It's scary. It's too smart. Why do what to do about left versus right? Ah, let me read this thought, this note that I wrote down. What to do about left versus right? Gotta eliminate thought processes of me versus you. No matter what, attack thought process. Right wins, super religious. Left wins, more. So, my, my thought process, what I was going through is what we're doing with this pendulum thing. First, it was the right, you know, hey, yeah, be religious. Uh, you know, you can't, have, you can't have naughty words on TV. Now it's you can have naughty words on TV. You can't talk about genders. Uh, it's the same thing. I will kill you, you talk about God. I will kill you that you talk about God. <laughs> like that's that's what it is. it's attacking the other side. Before it was the right attacking the left, and now it's the left attacking the right, and now left is in a dominant position. It's it's all the same thing. We need to attack the thought process. When a guy says I'm right, I'm conservative. That's there you go. That's that's what happened right there. You you you're with a set of ideas, and now you're gonna attack the other side to the point where once the Republicans take over again. And the right is back on power. It's going to be their side and they're going to be doing the same thing. We're not learning from our mistakes. We're not learning the, the process of thinking. It isn't, you know, the right is right and left is right. Right is wrong. Left is wrong. That kind of thing. It's how we're going about this. Once we start censoring things, we're wrong. Once we attack each other, we're wrong. Attacking Colin Kaepernick. That that was the red herring right there. You guys were doing pretty good, but now you attacked him for his message. Made fun of him. That's what I see. And now it's going to be more of that. You guys are going to attack so much that you're going to win. And when you win, it will be a thing in which we're starting to fight for rights that we already won. Super re- The right wins. It's going to be super religious. The left wins. More fascist. I'm right. Hashtag I'm right too. And that's, that's my thought behind that. Weak character equals envy. That's something Crowder was talking about. He goes, weak character equals envy. Hmm. Strength of character equals compassion. I like that. Makes sense, right? It is a weak concept to be envious of other people. You should be, enjoy the place you have. Like I have a, I live in a duplex. It's pretty big. It's the biggest place I've ever lived. But constantly, I'm surrounded with, oh, I want bigger. I want a house. I want this. I want that. And I'm like, ah, this is pretty good. Strategically, though, living in San Diego isn't a smart thing. Unless I make more money, phew, uh, fuck the rent will double. Right? That's what happens. Every ten years, the rent keeps doubling. So what the fuck? My my pay my pay doesn't double. <laughs> it goes up, but it doesn't double. You know what? I've been working at my job, at this particular place for five years. That's cool. I enjoy I enjoy where where I work. I help people. I see people who fall through the cracks. It happens. You know, you 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 catch mistakes if you're paying attention, and I work with people that do that, and that's awesome. I know that I do work with people who don't do that. (laughs) They kind of just phone in, you know, like, this is my job, uh, whatever, 9 to 5. And then there's people who go above and beyond. And uh, it's good to work with people who, like I see, they are caught in the momentum of their lives. But they are able to do things that are not the norm. There's one girl I work with. She's pretty cool. She... Very family oriented, like huge Mexican family, and then fucking like is always caught up in some kind of drama. But I mean, when she works, she gets down, and it's a thing. When we work hard, we save lives. <laughs> That's a thing. And uh, when we slack off, well, we're not we're saving as much. Let's just say. And that person gets down, and when that that is awesome, you know. The more we help, you know, it's. It's a thing in which uh, some people get stressed about that. She does too. I go, yeah, it's infinity on helping people. This it's, it's ne- it won't ever be done, right? So you can't be sweating the the you you called thirty people, you needed to call fifty. You can't sweat that because there's always going to be a hundred more behind them. So you're always constantly helping. You just got to help who you can help when you can help, and that's that's the stress you know she gets into. You know, usually the hard workers stress themselves out the most. She a hard worker, and there's people who kind of like, ugh, oh, kind of work. <laughs> this phone ended in. But they really, they're really good. They, they do their job though, you know, and that saves lives. Can a weak character... oh? Here's here's a thought. When you're talking about weak character equals envy, how about this? Can a weak character be compassionate? So if you're weak of character, could you be compassionate? You know, it's kind of weird, right? Because that breaks the definition. So if you're a person who's always envious, could you be compassionate with another person? I think you can. And I think you can break things to weak character versus strong strength of character. I think people are just weird and they have everything in them. They have the ability to be compassionate and they also have the ability to be uh, weak and envious. Like this one kid, man, he's really good at Tekken. We were playing some Tekken, lots of video game. We're fighting each other, and he beat the shit out of me, man. I used to be that guy who could beat the shit out of people. He beat the shit out of me. I was envious. I was like, oh, man, I wish I could play as good as you. Am I going to put the work into getting that level? No, because I don't care that much. as he left, played Civilization, which I intend to do when I leave here. Uh, people... Increase with character, yeah. And you know what? In, in a given day, people are they they're weak and they're they're strong, on within the same day. But they kind of lean towards what they are: weak character or shr- strength of character. So it's good to see that, you know. See if a person is all about doing the right thing, no matter what. You know, no ego. That's a big one. I, think I heard a doctor said ego is good. I wanted to punch him in the mouth for saying that. Man, I'm, I'm all up on this Louder Crowder guy, deep in some balls. Look, I, since I first started this podcast, was always saying, be the better person, because this is a podcast for me. So I want to hear something from me, I guess, you know, saying, be the better person. It's a message to myself, as well as a message to you. Be the better person than you were yesterday, and always work harder. Always work at yourself. Working out, eating healthy, being nice, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, loving others, loving yourself, that kind of thing. That's that's good shit, you know? And an episode 389, Louder or Crowder, literally said my mantra mantra. He said, he said, be the better you. <laughs> I was blown away by that because I didn't know who Crowder was until like maybe three months ago. Now, granted, I've heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast, but I still didn't know who he was. I, there's a lot of people on Joe Rogan where I'll, I'll hear them and I'm like, whatever, and then I'll find him later. And I'll be like, oh, shit. And I mean, listen. Like, oh, and Benjamin. I heard him before. And I didn't give a fuck. And on, on the Joe Rogan show, I didn't give a fuck. And then I started listening to his podcast. Same thing with Ladder Crowder. I didn't give a shit Then one – Two months ago, I'm drunk. I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm enjoying Change My Mind. And lo and behold, 389, he says my mantra. In fact, since he has 389 episodes, chances are he's probably said it before me. I never heard a person say that until me. I always thought I was the first. But whatever. Great minds think alike? Ah, that guy's a little bit smarter than me, so I don't know about great minds. Um... Oh, that was—I wrote this other note. It's hammering a dead horse right here. Religion, Catholic, Protestants. So as it stands, religion now is—if you're Catholic or you know, you know, Christian, Protestant, whatever—it's a bad thing in 2018. But if you're like, but if you're with Buddha or Islam or something like that, you're progressive. You're awesome. And it wasn't like that back in the 80s or 90s. It was like uh, that was the reverse. Now it's – it's in fact, it's weird, okay? It's weird that we've shifted this way. For instance, this one girl I work with or woman because she's – she's not old, but she's older. <laughs> she cool peeps, but she's Christian. And she doesn't rub it. She's like – I would say – a good example of being Christian, in the sense of this, she doesn't spit it in your face. She's not constantly saying it, but she does have like little inspirational, godlike things. And I looked down on her on that. I was like, ugh, Christianity, ugh, like that was my that's my thing, ugh, you know. But you know that's that's weird, right? Because now we're like this, right? I wasn't like that before, you know and i wonder if the reason she doesn't say anything is cuz she's ashamed of it you know like like nowadays it's not cool to talk about god and i may, i think maybe i wonder in the 80s would she be pushing that shit more or maybe this is that's she's what i think a christian should be you shouldn't be up in people's faces that's probably what people got mad about that's what i hate but um she's not in your face about it so maybe that's just a, a due to the times yeah. then again you know, I, don't, I don't know anybody who says they're Buddhist or Islamic but yeah, I hear it and then people are like oh wow you're progressive <laughs> uh, I already brought this up Obama said some Islamic praise it's okay somebody says Merry Christmas how dare you you should have said Happy Holidays <laughs> uh I wrote, Islam hasn't been through the renaissance. That's a big deal, I guess. Uh, People, I guess Islam stopped doing science. And I guess Islam started doing a thing where they're okay to get with their cousins. Uh, I don't know. I was supposed to research that, but I guess Christians went through a thing, right? The Inquisitions and all that. now, Now they're just pretty laid back and chill. I mean, you still got that Pope man they should really look into that okay so if if you had a police station and there was a thousand rapes in there uh, I think uh, something would happen to that police station like they would fix that and so in Pennsylvania recently like two three months ago it was like a thousand rapes on record you know and it had been going on for so long that the statue of limitations is not in effect which I don't even know why that's a thing it should be forever. You rape a kid. We're coming for you. I don't know why the fucking Catholic Church is the way it is, but it is. Ha, here we go. Here's here's one thing. I'm bouncing all over the place. I'm just going through my notes. Check this out. Abortion. Now, I was always pro abortion. I was, I was cool with that. You know, it was a woman's body. She'd do her thing. And, I, and like, really, a, I'm realist. I'm like, hey, it's not really a baby. Okay. And um, I heard some arguments and I thought they were pretty good. Have I changed my stance? I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Whoever is arguing pro, not pro, pro choice, how about that? They need to stop arguing that, period because what is your goal? You want to prevent abortion, right? You're losing. You're losing because you don't understand this is not a argument. You're fighting the wrong kind of argument. What you should do is fight for the change of the name. It's just how like I, just like pedophilia is bad, but people are trying to change that name to make it sound less bad. Abortion, you should change the name to make it sound Way worse. Just like cigarettes. You know, it wasn't like just like instant that people stop smoking as much. You just they just change the frame of what's gonna happen. You're gonna die. Da, da, da. Abortion change, do this. If you're gonna argue for abortion to stop it, argue this. Change the name. Change the name to killing babies. I think you'd be more reluctant to get that abortion if it's so you're ready to kill this child? Okay. I'm pretty confident if you frame it that way, you're set. If you if you just argue that, you're good. If you just change the name. I think all of you should just argue for changing the name. Make a petition, do whatever the fuck. Uh, so have I said it, so shall it be done. You guys just do that. Just fucking fight for the changing of the name. Killing Babies. And then that, – because that's what you think, right? That's what your thought is, right? You're arguing, this is why we should – no, no, no. You're getting confused. Just call it killing babies. If you can change that name, you'd be set. Now we can argue about you know length of time. Like is it a baby if it's just sperm and an egg? Is it a baby when it's an like egg and a sperm within a day? Is that a baby? I don't know. But if you change it to killing babies or terminating a child, you, you're set. And sometimes that is a thing you need to do to save the mother, you know, like this child will not grow up. It will be born, stillborn, and you will die. Um, yes, we need to terminate the child, you know, at that point, you know. I hope someone doesn't clip out what I say and turn it into something like, oh, he likes to kill children and pedophilia is all, all about it. <laughs> but Yeah, I, I think that if uh, these people with pro-choice and they're arguing that, if they just went towards that direction, they'd be sad. Baby killing. <laughs> uh, Owen Benjamin. Yeah, I already got that one. All right, cool. I'm done. Cool. Now I can get to breaking down Dogma. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end it with this. Okay, guys. This is why Dogma is such an awesome movie. In fact, you know, I there's problems with the pacing of the movie and some of the acting. The special effects were kind of bad. Um, some of the dialogue went way too long. Uh, Kevin Smith movies usually tend to do that. The dialogue goes too long, and they the message gets lost. Like, I remember in um, Clerks 2, there's a part where the dude was trying to say he loves this other guy, um, but it just kept on going. And um, he... He could have he got it done with a couple sentences and then just ended it, but now he just kept on dragging it out. It kind of it loses its point. Like, I mean, like when you say you love your wife, you know, you know, I love you. You don't just keep on going unless you want to like, you know, you are like the sun to my earth or whatever the fuck, right? I don't know. Poetic. But Dogma Man is a good movie, and I'll tell you why it is because the concept of it. Um, spoiler if you haven't seen this movie. Uh, check it out. You've got these two angels, right? They do something that pisses God off and their punishment is they're banished from heaven. They'll, they're angels so they live forever, but they can't go to heaven, which is like awesome place to be. Um and through a loophole if if they if they go through these um this the this door At a church, they'll automatically their sins will be forgiven, meaning they can go back to heaven. Problem: the way the universe works in this movie is, if God is proven wrong, the world will cease to exist. That's the only way reality exists: is if God is always right. So, if you prove God wrong, automatically existence ends. Okay? Um, All right how how does the loop how does loophole work? Well. Uh, there's a part where God says, you know, whatever you know people come up with, uh, they're just as good as my law because I'm God too. You know, I'm God. I I I made people and they do things and that's the way I want it. So it's legit. So people came up with the, to make God cool again. They were like, hey, if you go th- just by going through these doors, the church, you're trying to get more people into his church. That he goes, if you just go through my doors. Automatically, your sins are absolved. Kind of like a like a quick, a quick um, where you're repenting for your sins. It's a quick version of that because he wants more people. It's it's cute and clever. I think you could have went further with that. It's he's trying to make God cool. You just come to my church, and just by going in here, your your sins are absolved. And because he's you know he he fucking said that. He created a loophole for these angels. See so the angels go through, boom boom, and because if and and because you know whatever man makes you know it's just as good as what god says cuz you know they're all together i don't know why that's there but it works and so these angels get in their head to go through those doors and there you go so this was all like a th- and there's like other parties that are involved like this one guy he's in hell and rather he'd rather have no existence than hell so that's why he he started this whole domino effect they have to get I don't know why and what makes this person powerful, but they have to get this person who's the last descendant of uh, Jesus. That girl needs to stop this, uh, these angels, uh, but she has no powers. It would have been cool if she, there was something to it rather than I'm just a person. Uh, wise, there's the wise men and things like that. So good venture. It was a really well-made movie. Like the plot was cool. Uh, the characters were awesome. Like eh, So there's – Okay. Yeah, two angels, right? You had one guy. I think he's like got a death or a messenger, whatever the fuck. He kills people. That's what he does. And he, I guess, he's the more bad guy of of the two. I guess if if it, if you could say that. And the other guy, he's like a nerd. He reads stuff. That's how he knows shit. He just reads a lot. And uh, he's more of a good guy, if anything, right? Okay, so. As, as this gets to, a, like, a, a point in the movie where it's it turns out that the guy who's doing all this bad, really, or just more open about shit, he has nothing hold, held back. So he's he's pretty nice in reality, even though he does, you know, whatever he wants or whatever, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. The other guy who reads a lot in The Nerd, I guess, he has a lot of repent rage, you know, because he doesn't let it out as much. And he's pissed because... They made a mistake and they get punished, but meanwhile he's he's around people every day who aren't allowed to make who are allowed to make mistakes. And he forgives them. And he's like, Why the fuck do they get forgiven? But I don't. That's fucking bullshit. So he get he's getting mad at the stupidity of it, you know? I like that. I can resonate with that. I thought that was cool, and then he goes, "You sound like the devil." That's what the other guy says. I thought that was a tight ass speech. In the they're in some garage, when that shit goes out. That was the one of the – oh, it's good shit. You guys got to watch it. And then um, well, this was good. Uh, they they incorporated he incorporated a corporation in there. They're bad. Instead of um, God, they they're trying to get you to believe in this golden calf. You know, and it, it, it's cool, man. They ended up killing everybody there um because i guess one of them knows these guys because he's read all the history of people i don't know he knows all the bad things that they do and of course as always you know evil corporations they have to be shitty which i like um there's there's one part where the guy goes "And hey, i knew how could you do that he's your son you know that kind of shit you know that's how evil they are now nah, was pretty cool they kill them all that's good that <laughs> one part a lady comes out. and goes. You know what? You're a good lady, but you didn't say God bless you when I sneeze. And he goes to shoot him. That was a great scene. Um, there was a shit monster that was funny. One part where Selma Hayek, she's a she's a uh, muse, I think. She explains what religion is. You know, if there's a message that you know to be better with one another, that's the message. It's Not about you know, believing in God or in Buddha or whatever. It's just be good to each other, you know? And I thought that was beautiful, man. He got death threats for this movie. That movie was awesome and he got death threats. I really feel like if he had I wish he could remake that movie. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a hashtag to that. <laughs> yeah. I wish I edited this. I should have did just this part and then sent it to Kevin Smith to see if he liked it. Oh, well. I don't know. I don't know where my head's at. Man, I wish Kevin Smith would do that. That's a good movie, guys. I, I give it an 8. I give it an 8 out of 10. It's, it's that good. Okay, I give it a 7. It's because of the concept of the movie. It, it was well written. I I have gripes, but I forgive because it's that good. Chris Rock's in it. He says some shit that's legit. God, what happened to you, Kevin Smith? seems like you've lost your fangs, man, because you get it. You directed this episode with The Flash, you know, How to Find a Runaway Dinosaur. You fucking touched my heart, man. That was a good episode. <laughs> Anyways. See, anything about Dogma? That's a good movie. Hey, check it. We're done. That's it. That's it for this podcast. i leave you with this. Be the better person than you were yesterday. Always strive to be that future you. Who is this future you? I'll work out tomorrow. I'll diet tomorrow. I'll apologize to my son tomorrow. I'll apologize to my daughter tomorrow. I'll talk to my daughter. I'll talk to my father tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. Don't do that tomorrow. Do it now. Be that person now. And always, always stay frosty. devil is